Welcome to the Men After God podcast, where you will be challenged and encouraged as you pursue God, achieve success, and raise a thriving family. Join your host, Dustin, and his guests on a weekly journey to grow as husbands, fathers, and men after God. Here is your host, Dustin Alley. Hey guys, welcome to the Men After God podcast. We are recording episode one right now. We are excited about this. I got my man Craig here with me, our co-host uh, for the podcast. Craig, go ahead and say hey, introduce yourself a bit, man. Hey guys, um, I'm just a guy and uh, we'll see what's going to happen on this uh, fun journey here as I try to supplement whatever Dustin has to say that's supposedly going to be important for all of us uh, with maybe some of my own thoughts and wisdom that may or may not exist. Craig has a lot of thoughts of wisdom and a lot of it comes out in the way of humor. And so he is definitely going to be the comedic relief that we're going to have uh, on the podcast whenever he's here with us. Uh, Sometimes when we do interviews, I know he's not going to be able to uh, jump in with us there, but anytime Craig's on, you know, you're going to have a laugh, right? That's hopefully now you, now that you set it up that way, we may just, (laughs) we got, we got pressure on him. We put pressure on him now. And so, right. Don't you just hate it? Someone walks up like, I heard you're funny. Why don't you tell me a joke? uh, (laughs) Two two guys walked into a bar and uh, no. Okay. Anyway. So, but Hey, listen guys. So today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about uh, deepening your relationship with Jesus. One of the things about being a man after God is your personal spiritual development in pursuing Christ. And deepening your relationship with Jesus is one of those statements made inside of Christianity that I think has, it puts, we could put a lot of weight on it, but when we start asking the question, what does it mean to deepen your relationship with Jesus, we start to get different answers. And a lot of them are centered around uh, maybe things that you have to do or um, reading your Bible and praying, and which aren't bad things, right? I mean, Craig, you like reading your Bible and praying? Right. Yeah. I mean, who... Well, I'd say who doesn't. I don't want anybody to raise their hand out there and yeah. give it away. Yeah, right. And we don't want the audience to know that. In fact, don't put in the comments if you don't like reading your Bible. That, that probably wouldn't be good. But no, man, that's uh, but that's a lot of what's said when we talk about deepening our relationship with Jesus, getting your Bible more, pray more. And, and those aren't bad things. But what does it mean to really grow in your relationship with Jesus? You know, uh, it's in John where Jesus talks about abiding in him. Right, and the word abide means to remain and to be with. I have a question, Craig. When you and Amy started dating and you guys got together, did you go in and, and like present to her a list of rules of like, okay, in order to date me, you have to do these certain things? No, our Bible college did that yeah. for us. So <laughs> those were already set. Well, it's a, you didn't have to decide on them, right? And you know, a lot of times that happens in our relationship with Jesus. We get uh, things decided for us as to how we're going to deepen our relationship with Him. But you know, if you just follow those rules that were set for you, do you think your relationship with Amy would have grown if you just stayed with with those rules? Not at all. Not, Not at all. all. Right? Why? Because rules are are really there to be boundaries and. If I'm just, you know, if we if we have rules there to define our relationship or how that's going to look going forward, um, we're we're kind of creating a box that we're holding ourselves within, and uh, there's not really going to be a, a deepening of getting to know one another. It's always going to be a conscious effort to make sure that we're not breaking uh, or you know breaking a rule or crossing a line. 
And, you know, that, that's the thing with rules is that it, it really is. It boxes the relationship in. And, and there's a place for rules. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to tell my son that, hey, listen, yeah, your girlfriend is 16 years old. You guys should go stay in a hotel overnight. Like, I'm going to give you a list of things that aren't going to happen to my kids. You know, uh, so there are rules that are, that are good. They're, they're not wrong to have. Like, my wife and I have a rule that, uh, you know, I'm not really going to, I'm not going to go out to dinner with another woman without her present. Like, that's just not going to take place. They're not bad to have. But if that's all, a relationship's based on, man. It's so shallow and it, it, it almost feels empty. And a lot of men inside Christianity are stuck in this religious mindset that I, in order to be close to Jesus, in order to know Jesus more, I have to do this. I have to do that. Uh, but we've got to think relationship and not rules. You know, you, when you started dating your spouse, like Craig, he didn't come up with a list of rules of here are things that we have to do. And, you know, maybe, maybe her father told you like, Hey, you got to have her home by this time. You can't take her here. You can't take her there. Right. And you know, that is what it is. That's not, that's all good. But if that was all you had and you never had discussions about who they were as a person or what their hopes and dreams were in life, like you never would have got to know them. If you'd never experienced life with your spouse, you'd never got to know them. You would have just had the list of rules and you'd right. been able to look at her and say, Hey, I know you like to be home by seven. Now think about this. You're married. You're you're 28 years old. You've been dating since you were tw- you started dating in your early 20s, and then now you're 28, and you look at her, and the only thing you know about her is that list of rules her dad gave you when you started dating. Man, I see that as the same way we approach Jesus when we start saying, okay, well, I, I'll know Jesus more by wearing this, by going to these places, or not going to these places, or doing this at a certain time of the day. It just becomes shallow. Very. And it's a, it's not a relationship. It's, it's a, it's a list of boxes that we check off to make ourselves feel better about, you know, yeah, there's no accomplishments. There's no connection. It's very transactional. Right. And and that's not how Jesus lived his life on earth. I don't think it's how he expects us as Christian men to live our lives. And so to deepen our relationship with Jesus, we have to understand that it's it's about abiding and remaining with him. It's about knowing him, not just knowing about him. Um, how can we, how can we do that? Well, it's, it comes with time and experience, you know, reading your Bible and praying is a great way to know more about Jesus and praying is a great way to connect with Christ. But man, scripture talks of so many other ways that we can know Jesus and we can see God work in our lives. For me, man, I, and Craig knows this, I like to do things and I like to stay busy. And he gets on to me often as one who will say, like, hey, you know, do you need to rest? You want to take time off? And, oh, dude, I saw on Facebook the other day. It was Zach. Zach's another member of our team. He's our guest coordinator. Uh, funny guy. He shared a, uh, a meme to me. And it said, uh, what was it? Oh, um, I, I need to rest. And then the second thought was, I wonder if I could find something to do that's productive while resting. Right. I was like that is I'm triggered that targeted like that is me to a T. I have to I have to fight that. Um, I always like to be doing things. Well, you know, you can do things for Jesus and grow closer to him and understand him more. Like when you show the love of Christ serving at a soup kitchen, you know, that's just a standard right. one. Right. Uh, what are some other ways Craig, that you, that you can connect to Christ more, know him more? Well, thanks for putting me on the spot. Dustin. Well, you know, you've got all I'm the here notes, for you. I do. And, and he can't read them no. because they're in chicken scratch. <laughs> and chicken so, scratch. you know, we yeah. had a slight discussion before this started, but not enough. So, yeah, take no your worries. time. <laughs> so, um, for me, it's, you know, uh, there you've got the whole idea of we can read the Bible and and that's a great way to get to know uh to get to know Jesus, to get to know about Jesus. Uh, it's probably a better way to put that. Mm, yeah. Um, but living life 
with him, living life, following the principles that he gave and so forth, and then watching him move and work in our lives uh, is, a, is, is the way, uh, I believe, to get to, uh, to get to actually know him. Um, I can read a book about Elvis Presley, but I'll never know him. I'll just know about him. Um, so, for example, Sunday night, we had, a, uh, we had an event where our church uh, family went out to a park, and we played uh, sand volleyball, uh, some baseball with the kids, a yeah, uh, bunch of stuff. Um, and there was a lady that just sat down next to the volleyball courts uh, with our group playing. I invited her in to play. And, and she was and, really good. Oh, yeah. Like, just so we're clear. She, she was, was great. really good. Yeah. We, we were not at no. all. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm a little disappointed that. Yeah. 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 yeah we are not starting a church volleyball league anytime soon. No. No. So, um, but yeah, her. Her just being there, us inviting her in, her getting to meet with with everybody, uh, was an opportunity for us to, and, and I'm, I guess it works both ways for us to um, be Christ like in that manner to bring her in. So now she's got an experience of Christ and His love, but us also being able to see um, her response to us and how she's she was here for groups last night. I yeah. Mean, yeah. So so it was awesome. But um, but having her come in. And just seeing her reaction is is another way that I can see, okay, number one, I won't give her whole testimony. We don't have time for that. But very specific prayer that she prayed that led her to meeting us and and coming and visiting our church. Um, Awesome. I get to see God in that. I get to know more about him and the fact that um, when he says, seek me and you shall find me. And here's this lady who prayed a very specific prayer in seeking him and seeking his will. And then he used us crazy kids (laughs) playing sand volleyball. Yeah. For her to find him. Absolutely, man. Yeah, and she did. She actually came to my group last night. It was a great group. We were playing, we were doing escape rooms. And, oh, yeah. uh, and you know, a lot of people, life groups and small groups, everybody does different things. But uh, even in our life groups, like we studied the Bible and biblical principles and topics and stuff. But like, again, last night, since you bring that up, we were we were playing an escape room game. Uh, we had three different games set up and she was there. And why were we doing that inside of a life group for church? Well, because we wanted to create connection and and get to see how people interact, or not see how people, but get to interact with people outside of just Bible study, outside of talking uh, and talking about things of God are obviously wonderful things, but just getting to laugh and have fun and experience life with one another. You get to find out, you know, again, for that particular instance, uh, I know there are people in my life group now that are really good at escape rooms. And I also found out that there are people in our life group that are not really good at escape rooms, right? And, uh, and, and But I would have known that if we hadn't experienced that time together, right? And, and so the same things with Jesus. If we're, if we're not stepping outside of this Bible reading and prayer box in order to uh, get to know Him and how He moves more. I mean, I learned something about God uh, that night on Sunday of just, man, He answered this prayer of this person that I don't even know if they they, they know Him as their Savior. Right? I don't even know if they're saved, but He answered this prayer, very specific prayer for them. And we got to be a part of that. And and so just just going out, like I've learned, I learned some, I, not, I didn't just learn about God, I saw God move. And I know, right. I think I know God more just, just from seeing that, right? And so whenever we spend time with God, it doesn't have to be with just head down, studying, taking notes. I'm not discounting that. I'm not saying don't do that. We are saying taking into consideration is your relationship with Jesus based upon what you know of Him or the rules that are set in place for you to discover more about Him. You know, you you can't know someone unless you know more about them. That's why the Bible reading and prayer is so important. But if that, but if it's only based upon the things you know about him and not knowing him, it's hard to deepen that relationship. 
And again, a short example of deep in that relationship is just, you know, being with other believers. But that's biblical. That's right. biblical. Hebrews tells us not to forsake the gathering ourselves together as the manner of some is, but so much more as the day approaches. And we've heard that used for pre- for preaching to get people in church. And look, I'm not, I'm not opposed to people going to church, but we miss the great meaning behind that whenever we only apply it to a Sunday morning attendance. Uh, it, the author of Hebrews says that we should do it so much more as the day approaches. It's about gathering together for coffee, going to play in volleyball. we got a disc golf thing going on this weekend. Uh, there's, uh, it just, it, it's getting around other believers. Why? So that you can strengthen one another, lift each other up, uh, and you can know God more and see God move in those ways. You know, serving and, and being able to be with the poor, the homeless, those that are in great need, that is a, a way to show God's love and to see the faces light up when they experience the love of Christ. It's a good reminder to us for whenever we first trusted in Jesus as our Savior, and we get reminded of that joy and that happiness uh, that came on us then that we can often let go. And we know God more as we deepen our relationship and spend time with Him. You know, John Maxwell... Uh, You'll probably hear me talk about that name a lot. Uh, <laughs> I am an executive director with the Maxwell Leadership Team. I love his uh, his books and his speeches he gives and all the blog articles. I mean, you name it, I've probably read it, heard about it, or have got it in an Amazon card somewhere when it comes to Maxwell. But one of his quotes of mine, that, quotes of his that's one of my favorites, is uh, to go up, you must give up. If we're going to go up in an area, we got to give up in an area. We got to be willing to sacrifice, willing to turn something away. And that's really why this Men After God podcast is started, is to help you achieve as men godly success with a thriving faith and family. Because too many men are giving up their faith and giving up their family in order to achieve success in life. But that's not godly success. Godly success is based upon the things of God. And the things God has for you is a relationship with Him, a relationship with your spouse, and a relationship with your children. There are some things we can't give up, but there are some things we can. And when it comes to relationship with Jesus, we may have to give up some time. We may have to give up some time in hobbies or, uh, or fun things, if you will, of going out with the guys on, on some night when there's serving opportunities and different stuff like that. You may have to give up something like that, but truly, it's an investment. You know, so I might not be able to play Call of Duty as much? Well, if you'll preach in between matches, we'll make that like an outreach effort. <laughs> I right? yell so, <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, do you get a hey man in there sometimes and, and get the guys going? And uh, oh man, now I can you? I've never, I, play, I used to play Call of Duty quite a bit when I was younger, but uh, I can just imagine what I would have said if I was in a room and someone just went, hey guys, I want to talk to you about John 3.16 for a minute. <laughs> every every 12 year old on there in their mother's basement would have probably started cussing me out. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know yeah. if that would have been effective. I don't know. <laughs> you can give it a try. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. But giving up to go up, there's some things you can't give up, and your faith and your family, right? We talked about time, um, but there's also investments that you can make. And, and truly, the and word investment is, I think, better used here than the word sacrifice, right? I love Dunkin' Donuts uh, coffee. I, I drink an iced caramel macchiato with almond milk, and, uh, and then I, typically at some point during the day, I will probably go get a Bang energy drink or C4 or something like that. He's going to die young. I don't understand the <laughs> But I'm going to be exactly. highly energetic up until the end, right? And some of you guys know what I'm talking about out there, uh, right? So those are those are some of my things that I go after. And if I told you, like, I'm buying a bang energy drink a day, and don't get me wrong, I go on spurts where that that, that 
that happens. All right. I'm not going to lie. I got my own things. I got to confess. But if I'm buying a bang energy drink a day and I told you like, hey, I'm going to stop spending $2.50 or over $3 if I don't get it on sale uh, for a bang energy drink. And I'm going to take that money and I'm going to invest it into like acorns or I'm going to throw mm-hmm. it into Robinhood. Right. Uh, I'm going to put it into some sort of uh, account that's going to help that money grow. You wouldn't look at me and say, man, you're really sacrificing for that. No, no. You look at me and say, hey, that's a really good choice. You should do that. Now, on the flip side, if I told you, hey, listen, I've been investing in my Roth IRA at $500 a month or more for uh, the last year. And like, I'm going to stop doing that and start spending $500 a month on underwater basket weaving classes. Like, sure, you're investing in yourself, but maybe you want to reconsider that. Or if I... Is that how they get the, the weaves to bend? Is it's underwater and soaking wet? Sign up for classes and find out, man. Let me know. I might have to. <laughs> But if you're spending on something like that, or if I told you, hey, I'm going to start taking my $500 a month and I'm going to start buying cases and cases of bangs every month, like that is, that is, uh, you're going to look at me then and say, man, that's stupid. That's a sacrifice. That's, that, that's dumb. But making an investment into the things of God and into your relationship with Him, that's one of the most intelligent things that you can do. So giving up maybe some sleep time and getting up earlier, or maybe you're a night owl, right? I'm more of a night owl. I get up early, but I hate it. I'm not happy in the mornings. And uh, I'm more, I could be a night owl. I know a guy, He and I'll probably mention him often. We're going to interview him at some point on here. Uh, but he does his best work between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m. Oh. And he's a pastor in a church that's running o- uh, over a thousand or more, has a Christian school attached to it. I mean, just like all those things. Uh, has a public speaking ministry. and But 9 to 2, that's when he works. That's his best time. I'm ready for bed usually uh, at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. So that's not my best time. I can stay up, but I'm not working during that. Good night. You're a night owl though, aren't you? I am. I yeah. do. Uh, I do like waking up earlier, not early. Like if the sun's not up, what are we doing? You know, but I, I do like waking up early, but I don't like going to bed because that means I got to, I got to stop. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And so you're going to find uh, different times for you are going to be better than others. But you you can sacrifice these different things to go up. Maybe it's time with the guys. Maybe it is what it. Uh, maybe it's uh, again. Maybe it's financials, and you need to deepen your relationship with Christ by trusting Him more with your finances. Whatever it may be, uh, but you can make that choice and do that uh, starting even today. Uh, one of the other areas that you can sacrifice for God, and I say sacrifice, but you can invest for the Lord and deepen your relationship with Him is your talents. Right, we're all talented at different things. I like to talk. I like to talk a lot. Right, we started a podcast. I mean, of course, we like to talk. I like to talk. Craig, Craig will talk when he's asked questions, unless you put right. him on the spot. Yeah. But you know, you did good earlier. We're gonna we're gonna do that more. And so, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe we'll take some notes yeah. in between sessions here. And so, but that's good. So, but but whatever your talents are, what are you talented at? Uh, in all honesty, he mentioned Call of Duty. But man, the thing about this, though, what if you could get on Call of Duty and connect with people to lead to a discussion? Oh, it's literally happened. Yeah, let's talk about that for a so minute. So back in uh, back before Battlefield decided to ruin the game with Battlefield Five and then Battlefield One and then the mess that was Battlefield Twenty Forty Two. If any of y'all are into that game, uh, it, and it's now great, so no complaints there. But uh, Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four, I met some guys online and we would play every Friday night as a squad. And we had a lot of fun, got to develop relationships with guys I've never met in person, became Facebook friends with a lot of them. And uh, there was one night we were all getting off the game about to uh, shut it down for the night, still in the chat. And uh, somebody had asked a very serious question and uh, it led to a spiritual discussion. And it gave me the opportunity to witness to every one of these guys 
that I'd been playing with for probably a year at that time. Wow. And so just making connections, uh, they would, they would cuss every now and then I would say things like dad gum, you know, just cause <laughs> you know, I didn't want to, those are the Christian cuss words. Right. I think Brad Stein has that thing. Exactly. Maybe we should interview him sometime. So that became kind of my thing. So they kind of knew there was something different already, but, uh, it was just, it was really cool to be able to, uh, uh, to be able to connect with him like that, having a serious conversation after playing a, a video game. Yeah, and you know, some of you guys might be great at video games out there, um, and whatever it might be. I mean, disc golf, golf, whatever your talents are, uh, whatever you do at work, you're a mechanic or, or whatever it may be. You know, you can invest those for the Lord and use them to serve, use them for opportunities to create discussions. Uh, just really, whatever doors God will open for you, but you have to be seeking them. You have to be ready for them. The first time that I ever led someone to the Lord, I was on my way to work. And uh, my church at the time, we would go out uh, what's known as soul winning. Some of you may not know that term. Some of you may be too familiar with that term. Uh, But we would go out on Saturday mornings uh, from, I think it was like uh, 9 to 10.30 or 10 to 11.30. is an hour and a half, whatever it was. And we'd go out for an hour and a half and we'd knock doors and just invite people to church, talk to them about Jesus, pray with them, uh, just you know, go out there and have spiritual conversations. Uh, it, it, it's a great thing in theory. Uh, like in theory, it sounds amazing. It's good um, exercise too when you're riding your bike and wearing your name tag. <laughs> okay, we weren't doing that, but uh, but we were going around and we were talking to people. And I'd been doing that for over a year at this point, and I had never had the opportunity to lead someone to the Lord. And so I was praying on my way to work one morning. And I was asking God, like, God, make me a soul winner. Give me the opportunity. Help me to see it. Like, I want to lead someone to you. I want to be a part of what you're doing in someone's life. Use me in this way. And that morning, I had uh, I was in the Marine Corps at the time. I was in a cubicle because uh, we were uh, I was at our deployable unit, and we were there. I was in between briefs, and this guy uh, that I knew came up, and he was a fellow sergeant. And so he just looks at me and says, hey, Allie. I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? Uh, and he lets me know that his grandfather had passed away. And then we talk a little bit, and uh, eventually from that discussion, get to to lead him uh, to the Lord, just because we were, we were looking for that opportunity. But had I not been, you know, in the military doing those things, and you know, again, given a brief because I like to talk, um, you know, in in that situation, I would have been or and looking for it as well, right. might not have brought that up, might have just went on about my way. Uh, in fact, you know, I, I would say I thought the devil was trying to get in that conversation because at, at, right at the moment, I'm ready to to lead him to God and just like ask him, like, would you like to trust in Christ as your Savior? My gun, he pops his head out the door. And he's like, hey, Allie, we got to get this brief started. And here, Sergeant Allie has to look at his gun and go, hey, can I just get like a couple more minutes and, and I'll be there? And for anyone in the military, you that's usually not received well. But fortunately, I had a great gunny right there who saw I was having a serious discussion and, and, and gave me a couple minutes. And so, uh, but but I was looking for the opportunity. Now, I've missed tons of opportunities, like tons of them. Uh, you know, we all have, uh, but those are ways that we can deepen our relationship with Jesus by giving up our talents, looking for those opportunities to talk about Him and to share uh, His Word, share His love uh, with others. And guys, I know when it talks about, the, when we talk about the love of Christ, that might be difficult for some of us, right? Because we don't like to get in our emotions to talk about those things. Hey, listen, maybe you connect more to God because you do know more about Him and the, the uh, who is it? Answers to Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. Their material and stuff like that. Just, you know, you see the science behind it and that helps you understand God more and that, that's just your thing. That's great. Use that in a way to talk to other people that do. But maybe you're a guy who's not into that. Whatever it is, uh, you can talk to people about Jesus. You can deepen your relationship by just giving over your talent to Him, and He'll use it in a way, and you'll get to know Him more in that way. Well, listen, guys, we shoot for about a 25-minute podcast here, and we're approaching that time right now. And so I just want to uh, finish off by saying this. Uh, deep relationships take time. Nothing great happens quickly. 
Jeff Bezos was talking to um, Warren Buffett, and he said, uh, you're the second richest guy in the world. Your investment strategy uh, is so simple. Why don't more people just do what you do? And he responded and he said, because no one wants to get rich slowly. Mm-hmm. We all want the quick fix. We all want the, uh, the instant gratification. We want to see the investment return immediately. We're not willing to wait for it. Listen, your relationship with Jesus isn't as good as that 60, 70, 80-year-old pastor that you had growing up because you're not 60, 70, or 80 years old and haven't been walking with the Lord for that long. Like we're we're in our 30s right now and we don't like I'm not trying to get a national voice or get heard on a podcast because I know everything. Good Lord. I don't. And Craig's laughing because he knows how much I don't know, right? And and just to so we're all on the same plane. Well, Craig doesn't know anything either. So. I, I, that's that's really why I'm laughing. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm here thinking, like, I wonder how many of these guys listening, how many pyramid schemes did you get yourselves in trying to get rich quick? That's where my <laughs> brain's at right now. Yeah, right. You know, hey, listen, I, I can tell you about some things I've considered. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's let's not even go there. But uh, but nonetheless, uh, it takes time. Your relationship with Jesus is going to take time, guys. And you put in the work. You're men. You're men after God's heart, and you are going to have to put in the work. David, the one who is said to be after God's heart, he put in the work. He put in the time as a shepherd on the run from Saul, and he stayed faithful in all of that. He sacrificed so much for him. We can't expect to do anything less. Guys, it's been great talking with you about this topic. I hope it's added a lot of value to you today. I want you to make the decision to go from here. And uh, first off, Get on social media, facebook.com slash menaftergodpodcast, and like or follow our page. We've also got the group, facebook.com slash groups slash menaftergod. Uh, and then if you want to support us and what we're doing here on Patreon, for the first six months of our podcast, we are uh, offering a founding member package, the founding member package on patreon.com. I said it wrong, didn't I? Patreon. Patreon.com slash men after God. Click on memberships there. You'll see our founding member package. It's $8.33 a month. Uh, and we're asking for support for 12 months, total of $99.96. And the value that you get for that, we're giving away free merch, 10% lifetime discount on merch. And then any programs that we put out, any uh, paid content that we do, you get a 10% lifetime discount. Shout outs on here and on uh, our website. Uh, and in fact, let's end this with a shout out. Let me pull up our guys right now. We We've got uh, three of our founding members I want to shout out to you right now. We've got Luke Sorensen, who was the first one to jump in. And Luke, thanks so much, man. I, you called me and told me, like, hey, I love being on the ground floor. I love what you're doing. And I really appreciate you for that. We're praying for you and your family right now with things you got going on. And we'll interview you and, and get that out to our guys so they can be praying too. Uh, Brian, Malone, Brian Malone. Brian Malone's my cousin uh, from down in Tennessee. Okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. And so it's really cool to have some family support there. Then my good buddy, Walter Heigler. Walter, man, thank you so much for jumping on here being a founding member with us. We're excited where this is going to go. And I can't wait for this content to get out to you, to add value to your life, and for you to share it with other guys that are just wanting to be men after God and achieve success with a thriving faith and family. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Men After God podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and keep up with the show by following us at facebook.com slash menaftergod. You can also reach out to Dustin personally at Dustin at seekconsulting.us with any questions or for coaching on being a man after God. Until next time.